This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 909 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbor Lorna Literal, her company, Lorna Literal Photography. Lorna, how you doing? Good, doing great. How are you? Doing terrific. Uh, thrilled to have you. Love your work. And uh, I know our listeners want to learn more about Lorna Literal Photography. Fill us in. Well, um, I'm a local photographer with an emphasis on nature, landscape, sunsets, local birds, etc. Uh, I've also done some casual family photos. It's not my forte, but I will do that. And I do um, them outdoors because I do not have a studio. Um, I also do some uh, photos for real estate. People who have a condo or a house, they want to put it on the market. I can go in and do some photos for them, uh, help them get it on the market and updated. So um, I also offer several different products for people. For example, I can make mugs or magnets or note cards or products like that that people can use in their businesses. Like I do have some real estate people who um, enjoy my note cards and they give them out as gifts to their uh, clients. So just some other things that I do. I love it. I love it. Wow. What's uh, what's the favorite bird that you have that, that comes to mind if you were to go out tomorrow knowing that that bird could miraculously appear wherever you want? Oh, what would gosh. It be? My favorite bird has got to be the roseate spoonbill. Just Say so that again. The roseate spoonbill. Roseate spoonbill. Yeah. Huh? You know, the ones that turn pink when they eat the crustaceans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not. Everybody thinks they're flamingos and they're not. They have the big, huge beak on the front and they scoop up their food and they're just really cool birds. So. Son of a gun. Okay. Yeah. So those pink pink birds that we, well, we used to see on Fort Myers uh, Beach, they were not flamingos. They were, uh, ah. yeah, they'll be back. They will be back. Yeah. Yeah. We're already starting to see some um, yellow crested herons and some gray herons. Um, seeing a few sandpipers, starting to see a few, but they're not all back yet. It's still yeah. pretty barren over here, but yeah, yeah. Be one good brain, I think. And, you know, once the ponds start filling back with fresh water, I think we'll yeah. be seeing some more. Now, are you on Fort Myers Beach? Yes, I am. Now, where were you? Where, where are you? Well, I live about Mid-Island. Um, I work out of my home. I don't have a business per se, yeah. you yeah. know, location. So uh, my husband has graciously... Uh, created a beautiful space for me to put some of my work up um, to show people if they come over and yeah. things like that. But most of the time people, we work remotely, you know, they'll look and see what I have and then we'll, we'll talk back and forth and then I'll uh, order what they want and then they can come here and pick it up or I can ship it directly to them. Well, one thrilled to see that you are back living, not only on the Island, but in your yeah. home. Uh, yeah. So we, we were in the uh, South end right by, um, well, Fairview Isles. I don't know. If yes. Yes. Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we used to live. So, so are you going to be able to go back soon? Well, uh, soon is not part of uh, what's <laughs> going on there. Uh, that, yeah. It yeah, got that's a whole hard. rebuild. And yeah. Yeah. So. We, yeah, we're right across from Smuggler's Cove. So where Smuggler's Cove got the roofs ripped off, it mm -hmm. battered into about two or three layers of homes. Luckily, we were about four layers in and we didn't get that. And we're in a stilt home. We got, of course, our bottom all flooded and yeah, all of that yeah. did what it's supposed to do. But luckily, except for some roof damage and soffit damage and yeah. things like that, we were 
we were very fortunate. I kind of had survivor's guilt. And mm. so I kind of set out on a mission to um, help people that yeah. were left without anything. And I ended up creating some really pretty note cards and donating all the proceeds, the printing costs and everything to the Fort Myers Beach Foundation, raised over $14,000 between the beginning after the hurricane to current, I've got raised over $14,000 to help people on the beach. Wow. Wow. That's so awesome. It was a blessing to be able to yeah. do that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, boy, that, that, that took a turn. So uh, let me yeah. get us back on uh, um, your journey, Lorna. How, how did you get into this business? Fill us in. Yeah. So yeah, my, my journey into photography was a little bit of a late start. Um, it came about after I began to think about stepping back from the business that my husband and I uh, built over 30 plus years. And um, I kind of went into semi-retirement. And, and what business uh, were you in? Uh, we are in the tool and dye business. We build mm -hmm. molds for the plastics industry. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, well, we build for Whirlpool, Delta Faucets, Toyota, all the major auto manufacturers and things like that. But interestingly enough, when the pandemic hit, um, we were approached because we were kind of, you know, dead in the water like everybody else. And we were approached about dog treats because, gosh, everybody got a dog. Right. They were, you know, homebound. And so we began uh, actually create a, uh, producing dog bones for this company. And to date, we've produced over four million dog bones. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> so kind of took a turn there, but we still do a lot of plastics as well. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you just never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, as a child, I was sort of creative. I always play. I played a musical instrument. I wrote poetry. I had other, you know, creative outlets. And then when you know you become an adult and you kind of, mm. you know, focus on running your business and raising your children, and you kind of put all that away. Yeah. So once I decided to step back, I kind of felt that longing for that creative outlet again. And um, kind of began to play around actually with my camp, my iPhone, the one of the earlier versions iPhone began to do a lot of work on that. And then I began to do some tutorials and, you know, kind of, thought, oh, this is really fun. And so I, uh, you know, practice and just yeah. more practice and more practice and, you know, <laughs> thousands of pictures later. I mean, occasionally I can get a good one. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. And also around that time, I. Uh, I did a DNA test for fun with my husband and found out at the ripe old age of 60 that my father who raised me was not my birth father. And it set me into such a tailspin emotionally for a while that the camera became a form of really a walking meditation, if you will. Mm -hmm. I was able, I was able to go walk, take my camera and get out of my head for a little while and mm -hmm. enjoy nature and not think about all this chaos that was going on yeah. in my life. So um, it became a real help to me, almost like a therapy. Yeah, that, wow. How about uh, myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Well, okay. One of my favorite things I always hear people say, and then I like to tell them it's not true, is that a good photographer never edits their images. So, mm -hmm. you know, you'll hear people say this, that, you know, purists, I guess they'll think it comes right out of the camera. But even Ansel Adams edited his photos in the darkroom. 
And so it's, there's two parts to photography. It's, it's yeah. having the eye and knowing the composition and being able to do what you can do, but your camera is a machine. It's not your eye. And so what we see doesn't transform, transfer into an image automatically. You have to do some things to, to help that along. Now you can over edit, obviously, but right. um, that's a big misconception. And people that say, well, you know, yeah. if you edit your photo, it's not real. It's not your photo. No, that's not true at all. How about that? Okay. That's, that's why we do this show. One of the reasons, yeah. you know, we always learning. I didn't, yeah. did not know that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, um, besides taking photos, which has been kind of hard this year on the island, obviously. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, I love to read. I do crochet projects. Um, started that late in life, too. Actually, my daughter taught me how to crochet. <laughs> um, I've started writing again, um, you know, poetry and things like that. So just, you know, kind of touching base back with my little girl creative self, I guess you might say. Yeah. Um, so that's that keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, we have yeah. a bird, so that ke- the bird keeps me busy. So yeah, and and uh, occasionally the boat, and occasionally the boat. I'm not one of those all day outdoor boater people, even yeah. though it's. I take my camera and I love to see what I can see on the yeah. water. Basically, yeah. I'm yeah. good for a two hour cruise. You know, I'll, I like to go up and watch sunset, and we and I have taken some really nice photos of sunset from the boat. Yeah. My husband just is a great. Cope. He loves to pilot me into the very right position. So we are a good team, you know, uh, behind that sailboat or whatever. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he's got the eye too. That's yes, great. he ab- absolutely yeah. has the eye. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. How about, Lorna, when it comes to uh, hardship, life challenge, what comes to mind in a period of time you were challenged, you got through it. Now looking back, you can say, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. External to my photography or in in. Yes Either and way. yes. It's okay. whatever comes to mind. I think the, the biggest hardship to overcome for me was having the confidence in myself to to do photography and other things. I mean, yeah. I had to um, put myself out there a little bit yeah. and let people critique. You know, it's <laughs> social media can be brutal. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, so I, I think. I discounted myself a lot in, and yeah. I've learned that that's not everybody's going to like what I do and that's okay. Everybody has different styles and different wants and needs yeah. and things, but just being able to be confident in what I'm producing in my photography and what I'm doing every day has been uh, a real growth for me. Yeah. Well, you make a good point with social media. You wonder how many, especially, uh, you know, the younger population who hasn't had a whole lot of, experience uh uh with opinion and um you know as as you and i both know all these years on the the green earth um you don't always start out as an expert photographer or an expert podcaster or whatever it is you know it, it takes a lot of time and effort you have to make and, mistakes uh, right yeah and mm-hmm. you know back to you you wonder how many folks could have been something of of significance however you define that self-doubt can be a killer self-doubt can be something yeah, that yeah, you in the tracks. Yeah. and so you have to yeah you have to have the confidence to yeah i think that's that's 
one of life's biggest challenges is is getting out of your head and just going, you know, don't matter. Other yeah. opinions, social work, media I'll, or yeah. Yeah. if it doesn't work, yeah. I'll change sales, you know, I'll yeah. I'll change direction. So yeah. how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Well, I'm going to say this. This sounds a little selfish, but I'm going to say that I wish people valued photography as an art form more. Mm -hmm. um, I think people think that anyone can take an artistic photo. I mean, yes, anyone can take a photo. You know, you go out and you take your photos or whatever. But, you know, you can and sometimes you can even get a really good one. But to master composition and lighting and the technique that is part of learning and part of the you know, it's part natural ability and part learning what all of those things mean. You know, the rule of thirds and perspective and all of those things have to be learned. And I think that people should value photography as an art form more than they do. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. Well, for those who do value photography, <laughs> uh, how can they get in touch? How can they learn more? So I have a website, uh, LornaLitralPhotography.com. Pretty easy to remember. And I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, uh, Lorna Literal Photography. Now, within the Facebook page, I have formed a private group. And that's because of scammers and people getting on my page because it is a public page. So I've started really not posting my artistic photography there i'll post notices and things like that but then they'll they have to go to the private group to really see you know a lot of my work anymore um i am on instagram some but not as much as i used to be for that same very reason but um and then they can always reach me by cell phone 270-860-2119 they can text me um if they're looking for a particular thing i do want to mention also if i if i could that after the hurricane, um, you know, in my quest to try to continue to help people, if someone lives in the 33931 area, you know, zip code, and they are working on their homes that were destroyed and they're wanting to get new art for their home, uh, what I'm doing for those folks is they can order from me any of my images in whatever form, prints, um, metal, canvas acrylic however they would like to do it and i will give that to them totally just at my cost i show them my cost they can see i'm not making a dollar on it um i just want to be able to continue to help folks rebuild their lives here on the beach yeah very very nice Lana. that is a good neighbor for sure uh so we wish you the best there in fort myers beach and beyond and uh, thanks for being on the show thank you thank you for having me Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.